Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. I'm Fat Bitch Everdeen. And I'm the Portable Glory Hole. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just Same. your body? <laughs> <laughs> so I said this to Devin the other day. Did you? He did. No, no, not that. <laughs> okay. But th- this is my own little inner monologue that I have in my head. Uh, <laughs> wanting to be a glory hole? <laughs> okay. This is so, my, just my hopes and dreams. <laughs> my, my goals in life. So <laughs> I have this towel that, that has a tear in it. And it's still a towel because it still dries me off, but it holds a hole in it. So then I was like, what happens if one day, like, I'm just washing my body and just the dick comes through? It just, don't, don't ask. But so that's popped in my head. Then I was like, Wait, what do you mean, don't on. ask? Hold on. Let's back up. <laughs> yeah. I, we're I going too fast. Like, yeah, we've got let's two go normal people about. speed, RJ. I said, oh, hold on. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. So much to talk. No. That's not how this works. You can find us on our Instagram. No, it's not over. One is you said it has a hole on it, but it has a hole in it. But it's yeah. still a towel because it dries me off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that means that anything's a towel to you. Yes. yes <laughs> Even if it has holes in it. Yeah. That so, means your your denim jeans can be a towel. I don't yeah. have any jeans, but yes. One of those <laughs> woven shorts. blankets that has a bunch of holes in I've, it. I forgot the <laughs> towel. Your crochet blankets. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I've been in the shower and I haven't had a towel, so I use a t-shirt. That's your in. macrame wall art. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's a towel to you. Like the dogs. Plastic bags. Rolling on the ground. Holes or not. That's a towel for me. Sometimes I use Devin's bedding. (laughs) Don't use my bedding. My fucking dog threw up right on my bed this morning and then took two shits in my room. That's why I was up so early and out of my room. And then the other thing is, why are you so concerned about your dick going through the hole? Yeah. No, no, no. no. no, Another dick coming through the hole. Because it's a glory hole. Wait, but is it? But you're no. You were washing yourself. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. drying, drying yourself, drying the face. Yeah, and And you're like, like, damn it, it's a, it's a portable glory hole towel. Wait, 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 you're talking about as if the towel is some interdimensional portal where dick, like you're wearing pants. (laughs) Because theoretically, I told you I moved on. You're not going to be makes sense in my head. RJ, we're questioning your time travel. Portal logic. Oh, here. you guys can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I put my so, dick in weird places. We, we found a dimensional time travel portal. <laughs> the problem <laughs> is, is only dicks come through. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's an interdimensional glory hole of <laughs> sorts. The funniest thing is, I literally think it's an inner, like it's a like you know weird like time traveling thing, and it's just Devin being like, "Hey, there's a hole here." <laughs> <laughs> I've talked okay. about this with a friend before. Yeah, what, I, interdimensional glory holes. Well, no, we, we talked about this... we we dated the same girl at one point, and mm-hmm. we would we, we would I won't I won't say any names, but we dated <laughs> the same girl, right? I see where this is going. And we talked about wouldn't it be funny if there's a rift in the time uh, space <laughs> continuum where I was eating her out, but she was giving you a blowjob. <laughs> yes. There's a rift, and then suddenly your dick's in my face. <laughs> <laughs> you just both get sucked in. <laughs> Oh, that'd be the best Bill and Ted. Oh. Like, we found the Nexus. Oh. God. I do like your interdimensional glory hole idea. No, no, yeah. No, no. So, like, it's Halloween time, and I just thought of a costume, and I was like, and I was just taking a piss one day and looked at my towel, and I was like, there's a hole in this. This could be a glory hole. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And all of those thoughts just kind of popped up. So, head. basically, anything could be a glory hole is what you're getting at. Yeah. I got to drill right. my car just to make glory no, holes everywhere. Just get a piece of cardboard, cover it with uh, tinfoil, put it in front of your face, and put interdimensional time 
glory hole. Yeah. Underneath See what that. happens. Yeah. <laughs> the which whole way always have ends. your. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, just always have your dick sticking out of it. <laughs> Like, this is not the kind of glory hole I want. Like, if I don't see you, is it not interdimensional? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's in your dimensional. <laughs> I was thinking about... gay sex is so funny to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not gay if it's interdimensional. Well, it's like, just like the gays have just ran out of sex here, so they need yeah. interdimensional yes. sex. <laughs> We gotta travel to an alternate timeline where I was straight and I'm gonna fuck myself. <laughs> like, this needs to happen. This is why bros failed, RJ. Yes. <laughs> did you go see bros, RJ? I did not. You, you bigot. You bigot. You asshole. You talk about interdimensional gay sex as if you want it. Yeah. And you probably didn't even watch Brokeback Mountain. I haven't seen it. I heard that was good, though. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Angley. Yeah. What other movie did Ang Lee do that was surprising? Oh, Life of Pi. Incredible Hulk. Oh, I thought you were going to say Life of Pi was incredible, and I was going to agree with you. Casting Couch? He that. did not do Casting Couch. <laughs> that, that would be beat. amazing if that would be shot so well. Ang Lee's yes. Casting Couch. Oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Ang Lee's Casting Couch. Jesus. Oh. Dangly. <laughs> So I had an idea for a Freaky Friday body switch movie, but it's okay. also where they trade races. Yes, so this is that It's Always Sunny episode. Yes, but there's another twist to it that I was thinking of. Okay. And it's funny that you brought up that Always Sunny, because I've been thinking about this all week. So they, you know, do the whole thing where like, I wish I was your, I wish I was black. And the other guy's like, I wish I was white. And then he goes, whoa. But the actors are Nicolas Cage and John Travolta from Face Off. But okay. one of them is in blackface. Okay. And then when they do the body switch, the other one's in blackface. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be an amazing movie. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been playing this movie out in my head all week. It would be funnier if they did, if they just remade Face Off with a white actor and a black actor. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, that might be better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it would be funny if there was a Freaky Friday scenario where a black person switched bodies with a different black person, but it's from a different area of the world, and they're like, oh, this is actually okay here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is totally cool here. <laughs> yeah. Or like an African immigrant switches bodies with like an African American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> No fucking lions over here. This is, this is cool. Or to switch centuries, like you know, the two thousand one goes to like nineteen hundreds. Oh yeah, like let's see how that is. I don't yeah. know why anyone would want to live in a different fucking time period than now. It makes me so mad when people are like, "I want to live and blah blah blah," and I'm just like, "Yeah, no. before cell phones." It's like, no, just get rid of your cell phone. Yeah, idiot. Okay, stop showering for a month. Let me know yeah. how that goes for you. <laughs> yeah. Shit in a hole outside. Let me uh, know how that goes for you. I yeah. feel like when people are like, I just wanted to see what, like, you know, I want to go back to the 50s. Be like, I'll just watch Happy Days. It's only white people that say that, though. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> There's not going to be any black person that's like, I want to go back to the 50s. It's the same people with the fucking, like, 
caveman diets and shit like that. It's like, I want to eat, like, my prehistoric ancestors. It's like, yeah, you're still fucking heating it up in a Traeger. Like, what are you talking about here? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This isn't the same shit. (laughs) Yeah, build a fire. (laughs) Yeah. Like, burn the energy that it takes to build a fire. You know, and hunt for your food. Don't buy fucking yeah. liver from the supermarket, yeah. Liver King. <laughs> liver King is the most ridiculous human. Yeah. Like, he's jacked. Cool. But, like, the gimmick is so dumb. Just tell us what you're on, dude. Yes. Just tell us the it. formula. <laughs> How much HGH do I need? That's <laughs> all I need to know. I'll eat liver, too, if yeah. you tell me how much HGH you're on. <laughs> I want to look like you. That's it. He's also short too. That's the thing that bothers me. I I, <laughs> yeah. I ruin that for Saren sometimes because like I think we were watching Peaky Blinders a while ago, and she's like she thinks Cillian Murphy is like attractive, and I'm just like you know he's like five four right? And she's like what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like look at him in proportion to other things in the room. He is a Normal. tiny. Everyday objects (laughs) such as doorways. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, they just made doors bigger back then. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's the opposite. Yeah. (laughs) He's just this Uh, tiny man. Like what are you talking about here? If you saw him in real life, you'd be like, that's a tiny, pretty lady. (laughs) (laughs) That short haired lady is cute. (laughs) Yeah. That's like a John Cena. Like after seeing him in the Peacemaker, I'm pretty sure. Oh no, he's six one. Yeah, no, he's tall. But he's he's weird because his torso is so long. Yeah. If you look at the way his body, his legs are short, which is why he like he his posture is so fucking weird. But he looks yeah. like a short guy, but his torso is just really long. Okay, I need somebody to Photoshop out John Cena's traps because <laughs> he would have the longest neck. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. How yeah. do you do that? What do you do? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like man, we could talk about physiques all day long. <laughs> it's like if Let's you got a, if you got a short, you've got to have a long neck. Long necks mean everything. You got a long neck, yeah. you can get nice traps. It means that your shoulders will be slanted too, so the way that <sighs> they'll, they'll build differently and everything. It's just it's just <sighs> the whole thing, RJ. I just need the Conor McGregor shoulders. That's all I was trying to do. I was making no progress. RJ said I look sexy, but that doesn't make a difference to me. <laughs> As just his thing he's got to deal just with. came out into the garage with my glory hotel. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Devin, like, you're looking killer. Let me wipe you off real quick. sexy shoulders. Let me shoulder strike you right now, RJ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want, I want them cannonball shoulders. And you can't, I, I can't do it. Yeah, you can. That's not that hard. Shoulders are not that hard. You know what I thought? I thought it was like I have a a strong base just from doing manual labor. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, 35 pound dumbbells, I could you know do three sets of ten like uh, uh, what do you call them? Side raises, mm-hmm. like sh- whatever. Yeah, 35 pounds is so much for that. Yeah, you don't do that much for those. Yeah, you do like <laughs> 10 pounds. Yeah, I think I started. I did uh, 15 pounds, but I'm just holding plates together <laughs> it's like you got almost dropping on my feet shoulders are really complicated they're the muscles are small they're not big yeah so you don't use a yeah. big weight unless you're gonna press them up once you press them up then you that that's the only time you use a big weight but your muscles are yeah. small in there you got tiny little yeah. muscles in there yeah i want to work up to 35 pound ones and just have giant shoulders yeah you can do front raises like that then side raises yeah that's really hard but if you do front raises you can 
Yeah, the front raises were a little bit easier if I do them one at a time. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, I, <laughs> I was waiting for an inspector the other day, so I made my electrician dumbbell, which is the piece of conduit with two rolls of wire on the end. <laughs> I was just doing curls with those. But I also took a conduit and put it through two five-gallon paint bucket handles and was doing like a farmer carry. Mm-hmm. But one of the buckets was heavier than the other, and I dropped the bucket on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I broke my foot. It hurt so bad. <laughs> uh, um, it's pretty fucked up. All right. This is uh, RJ's mix this week. Um, so I'm excited to get into this mix with you, RJ. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited as well. We're gonna do sound more excited, RJ. We're gonna I'm do something ready. fun on every one of these songs for you, RJ. Um, and Devin, you have to make sure he doesn't look up anything on his phone. So don't look up anything. Put your fucking phone down. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> Put it down. When we get to the first, the first one, I'll explain it, RJ. And you cannot look anything up. Don't. I guarantee you, I probably don't know the answers. <laughs> but we're going to go. Be fun. You know, give me your phone. Put it over here. You're not going to get up to get it. You can't fucking touch it. I have wheels. So do you. You're not going to use it, though. <laughs> I'm in an office chair, so I have wheels. <laughs> He's in a wheelchair. Wheels. <laughs> Wheelchair. <laughs> I'll beat you in this race. You want to do this right now? <laughs> All right, RJ, what's your mix that you got for us? Uh, I titled this one Some Sad Man Country. And this Some is, Sad Man Country. This is just an ultimate alpha from Devin and I onto you. I think so. We're just alpha towering your ass right now. Yeah. That's all right. I got the front. I'll take they called the me the middle man. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> We're high five. The glory man. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to find that portal, RJ. <laughs> uh, some sad man country. Um, pretty self-explanatory, right? Plus, yeah. 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 I mean, you can explain more. <laughs> if you have more to explain. Well, I I, was, it, I know with the, the previous mixes that we've heard, uh, they were just all newer artists. So I was just like, oh, I have some of these songs that I like from older artists. And then it kind of was just in the back of my head where I was like, ooh, I want to do a songs from like, you know, from bands that have been there for a little longer than the like, you know, the ones that came out with the new their first album like last year or something. So I was like, oh, it's the older generation. So I was like, oh, let's call it the man's country. It's a poppy boys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm excited to get into this with you. Go ahead. Try RJ, just you just try. Fucking try. I pretty much I nailed this. I think he knows mine. <laughs> uh, Devin, yeah, I picked uh, five three five, mm. and Mike, I picked four one two. Four one two. I'm just gonna tell you right now, RJ, you're way off. <laughs> wow, that was a bold move on his part. Four one two. You've underestimated my love for country music. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Underestimated it big time. I'm a country boy, RJ. Don't you know this? Hmm. If you're a country boy, you'd be in Texas. I <laughs> well, <laughs> I got some news for you, buddy. <laughs> Where have you been the last few weeks, RJ? <laughs> Mike just opens up his window like, can I get a yeehaw? Yeehaw! <laughs> He's in Texas. There was some random town that we drove by that I forgot what the barn was called, 
but they just had like a barn in the middle of this really small town that was just a bar and a barn and just the doors were open and you could just <gasps> go in at any time. Cool. I, I bet they have hoedowns like real ones. Probably, yeah. I bet they don't even have a business license. <laughs> That's <Probably> cool. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> oh. oh, it's finally going to cool down this week. I'm so excited. What's it going to get down to? Uh, it's going to be in the 70s. So, oh, same as here. So happy about that because yeah. it's been it's been like 88, but it's been fine. Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get into this, RJ. Uh, first song on some sad man country. Um, RJ does like his sad men. So, uh, the first song on here most vulnerable <laughs> is "Colder Weather" by Zach Brown Band from "You Get What You Give" from 2010. This is the eighth song on there, four minutes and 33 seconds. Uh, Zach Brown Band is American country music band from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, it's got a bunch of fucking people on it. RJ, put your phone away. <laughs> yeah, RJ, stop He's it. got his phone. He's <laughs> on his phone right now. Better just knock it off over there, RJ. <laughs> I'll snatch that shit right out your hand, boy. Uh, the band has released seven studio albums along with two live albums, uh, one greatest hits album, two extended plays. They also have 16 singles. Uh, 13 have reached number one. Uh, their first album, The Foundation, is certified triple platinum. Oh. Uh, you Get What You Give and Uncaged are certified platinum. Uh, artists with whom they have collaborated include Alan Jackson, Jimmy Buffett, Kid Rock, Jason Mraz, Dave Grohl, Chris Cornell, Brandy Carlisle, someone else. I don't know. Avici, Avici. I don't know who that is. Oh. You wake me up and it's all over. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm older. Um, all right. He died. D- uh, RJ, first yes. question for you, which will be the question for every song. Explain to us what the song is about. Oh, <laughs> I like this game. Because you chose a- songs that are lyrically mm. very dense. I think this song is about one of those where. He causes his own troubles in life, and he's just like, I'm sorry, come back to me. And she's like, no, nah, you cause your own troubles, and I'm not coming back because of it. And he's just like, come on. And he's, she's like, no, you caused this to happen, and I'm sorry, but I'm moving on. Oh. The lyric is about a trucker who is on the road, <laughs> separated from his lover due to the weather. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like my definition. All right. <laughs> Interesting. There was a girl I was seeing who lived in Kansas City. We really liked each other, but geography and timing just wasn't working for us. She was getting pretty frustrated with the whole thing and wanted me to slow down as far as traveling so much and all those things. I wasn't willing to do that because we were just getting started and I'm chasing my dreams. Of being a trucker or country music? Uh, I think he swapped country music with being a trucker. Okay. Which is why you've got the, he's in the old diner, things like that. Okay. Song. I mean, I feel like he could have not had the trucker analogy at all and just been like, I'm in a fucking band. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm still on the road. It's the whole general thing, but he's instantly like, nah, trucker. <laughs> uh, so I think, RJ, you got the spirit of it, but you just, you got to peg, you got to figure out how to explain the songs better, RJ. You gotta peg yourself. <laughs> Is that what that's called? Uh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta peg yourself, man. It's like a motivation. I just gotta peg better. Yeah. 
Um, this is also kind what? of a, a what's that? I was gonna say, what podcast was that on this week where they were talking about logistically how two guys would fuck each other at the same time? Uh, that was on Tag Me. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. And Tim <laughs> Tim seemed to think he had it figured out, but I have no I, idea what he was saying. <laughs> he was saying. So you, it's like scissoring, but like you have one guy has to be on his stomach and one guy's on his back. Are we talking about pegging? No, two oh, guys. Okay, you just fucking each other at the same time. Okay. You just made that make sense. At, okay, dicks and butts at the same time. Yeah, because they have to push their wieners down. Basically. Yeah, yeah. You see, so one guy's laying on his uh, yeah, stomach. I, you I, see, I, it? I, you I, see it? You see it? Just sees it. He's smiling. Yeah. He likes it. That's, that's goofy. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> Oh, now, RJ, if you've got you've got a group of men, right, and mm. the men are going to fuck each other in a circle to come all the way da- back yep. to the original guy. Yes. How many men would it take to form that circle? An Ouroboros of gays. The snake that eats itself. Are you talking about RJ people or like... Anybody. The minimum. Define dick size all you want, RJ. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what's the biggest dick in the world? Twelve of me. <laughs> Twelve of you. Yeah. Or like, let's say like seven or eight. Seven or eight's gonna be your guess, huh? Seven yeah. or eight? That's some tight corners. <laughs> some of them curve left in my mind. Okay. Maybe Ooh, okay, I see. Yeah. Okay. Maybe if all of you, if it's eight of you, you all have your left legs up on the other one's right shoulder. You can get that to work. Okay, I gotta visualize this. Think about it. <laughs> Think about like synchronized swimming. Yeah, you know, it's in a circle. And there's eight of you. What do you call that little thing? The uh, like the, with the balls, and you drop them, and they ding, ding, ding. You know that the ball clacker. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it's called. You see it like in movies, and it's on their desk. And oh they kind yeah. of drop one ball, and it kind of bounces yeah. back and forth like a pendulum. Kind yeah, Foucault's pen- pendulum. Yeah. yeah, that's what happens when like <laughs> somebody just thrust and then thrust, 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 and it kind oh. of goes around. But uh, so you're talking about entering and exiting. Yes. <laughs> but it's like you just pendulum. need to you just need to stick it in there and hold it. See, I'm with Devin. I think yeah. it takes a lot. It takes a lot. I think it. Like, I, I think people are underestimating the amount of men you need to complete this circle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think cheek size is like the biggest factor in it. <laughs> you know, like one on one, you can like you can get through them cheeks, but like uh, standing up is going to be kind of hard itself. Yeah. What if you're sitting? I'm going to say at least like thirty. Thirty. <laughs> yeah, thirty might in be a, a little circle? bit much. In a circle. Maybe I'm just fantasizing. <laughs> Devin's just in the middle being like, this is the coolest thing. This is how you get to the inner dimension. Yeah, I know. I Something will happen if you do 30 dudes fucking each other at the same time. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, I think somewhere I in the know. teens. I think to just get somewhat of a penetrative uh, idea there, I think you need it in the teens somewhere. That's just me, though. Okay, I'm just thinking about the angle that somebody could veer off when they not are much. when not much yeah not you're going to need more and you got to complete a yeah. 360 degree circle yeah you know so i i can figure this out you know? <laughs> just give me some time i'm good at math <laughs> just get me some twinks with some giant hogs <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to put up a craigslist ad right now <laughs> i want 130 pound men with giant hogs yeah. <laughs> 
Biggest dicks, tiniest asses. That's what I'm looking for. It's for science. Bring your protractors. Uh, all right, yeah. Colder weather. It's the first song on here. A bit of a Christmas tune, uh, you might say. Ooh. Um, but yeah, RJ, uh, did you did you already have all these songs picked out? Like you were like, oh, I know exactly what I'm putting onto this mix. No, uh, I had the three of them. Oh, okay. And then what? I kind of picked, this was one of them that I was just like, I want to do something. And then I remember last, last month podcast, we were just like something, something, something. I'm like Zach Brown behind band. Oh, we were talking about Zach Bryan. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, oh, I'm going to add them. Cause I was like, oh, I know of that band and oh. I knew they've been there for a while. RJ, have you listened to the Zach Bryan song EP yet? Single. I have not. God damn. It's good. Hmm. It's so fucking good. There's like three versions of that song. Like the demo is almost better than the original or the the recorded version, and then the live version is fucking great too. So goddamn good. Yeah, I stumbled into them and I had uh, listened to the song in the last couple of months when I was just trying to make different. This is before I made uh, uh, "Sad Boy Country" that one because I was trying to make different country mixes. But then once I got Devin's mixed title for "Feel Good Country," I was like, oh okay, I could just make sad boy country it's easy yeah. uh so like i was diving through these like 90s and 2000s um dudes and trying to figure out a mix so i'd heard most of these songs i think i thought i heard the third song but i don't think i have um because when it first came on i was like yeah it doesn't really sound that familiar this song yeah um and then the fourth song i've been listening to that forever and the fifth song i listened to because one of you guys had mentioned it before yeah, okay but, um, but yeah, um, so I I fucking love this song so goddamn much, RJ. Really? You put it as my least favorite. Least favorite, too. Well, I fucking wow. love this song so much. I can listen to this song on repeat, brother. Oh. I love this song so much. I'm a gypsy, brother. <laughs> Traveler boy. You're, you're a lover. Mm-hmm. I'm a lever, okay? Mm. That's just who I am. You just like trucker songs, don't you? The Orville <laughs> Peck song. Uh, on the road again. You know? Yeah. The road. I love that book. What about uh, that? Oh, fuck. What's that one about the lady on a motorcycle? Lady on a motorcycle. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. 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 We all know that song. She Drive got, real fast. Yeah. She got a fucking. Come in her mouth. I don't know. <laughs> what? No, it's a song like a. Oh shit! Okay, I'm gonna figure it out by the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. And you got you got a lot of work today. You got to figure out how many guys it takes, and that that's too. a month long project at least. <laughs> shit, down. I need to get funding first. <laughs> Craigslist ads are five dollars each now. I started OnlyFans. No, sorry, GoFundMe. i'm definitely filming it and doing a backroom casting couch type thing with this so um but yeah i fucking love colder weather i love the song so damn much it's a good song it's just it hits me right right square where it's supposed to just it just feels great i just love it so much i like the music i like i like like they're harmonizing i just it's a good song yeah and i liked it at the beginning too me too rj Devin? Devin asks. Uh, yeah, I the only Zach Brown band I've heard before was Chicken Fried, and um, 
to be honest, when I first heard Chicken Fried, I hated country music, and I didn't mind the song. Somebody told me that I looked like Zach Brown once, and I don't... I still don't know. I haven't I seen a picture of him. He's a big beard, so yeah, it's one of those. I tend to get that a lot. It sucks. You're more of a Devin Orange. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's a redhead at all. Thanks. <laughs> it does make me feel he's better. He's a Zach Brown. You're a Devin Orange. <laughs> all right, I, I do like that. Um, go to Mike. But uh, <laughs> it was it was a better song than I thought it was going to be for a pop country band and. Uh, yeah, I did. I did like it. It wasn't anywhere near my least favorite on here. Um, Better not not be. near my top, but I'd say right in the middle. It's good. It's a great song. I love this song so much. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay. Mike's about to bust. <laughs> it's, it's so good. good. He's just like, I, I'll, I'll. He's talking about like a phone call, and he's like, I'll call you when it's not as cold. I'm just like, yeah, I get it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. He's sitting there yeah. rooting for Zach. Come on, man. Give her a call. She might come yeah. back. Distance, man. It's a hard thing. Okay. The song I was thinking of, I think, is Unknown Legend, and it's a Neil Young song. Why do you like Neil Young songs? <laughs> I don't like it. I was asking you if you liked it because it's about being on the road. I can but, name one Neil Young song, and that's it. They don't have it on here because Neil Young took his music off oh, yeah, because right. of Joe Rogan. That's right. Yeah. But we'll never hear it now. It just doesn't exist. <laughs> um, all right. Getting into the next song here, we've got Don't Take the Girl by Mr. Tim McGraw. Arguably the sexiest country singer of all time, Tim McGraw. Did you see that album cover? Ooh, you bet your boys. Devin, did you see your the album boys, cover? Because I know you're usually right bad at This by, is one of the best album covers. By boys, I mean your ass, RJ. You, I, you bet your ass. I bet your boys. You bet <laughs> your I, boys, I've seen buddy. All, I've seen. I, I was Googling Tim McGraw pictures, brother. <laughs> oh. Do you see that? Do you see that mustache? Damn. And that little look? He's looking back. He's Oh, he is giving them bedroom eyes. <laughs> he still He's looks great, He's got a smooth, man. sexy face. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I, I know this timeline of when this comes out, but they they I think they've had some festival right now. Tim McGraw played in Sacramento last night. No, that's really? Crazy. Yeah, that's funny. Eh, that's happened a couple times when we did this. Yeah, yeah. Like the Co Wetzel played the night before we did the podcast when he was on the. Yeah. yeah, everybody on Instagram like we're gonna go see him. I'm like, well, he's on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tim McGraw's on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. we got yes. him as a guest. He's gonna talk yes. about come um, listen and everything. Yeah. You know what? I'm Tim McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like. I'm here to talk about taking girls. <laughs> That's my favorite subject. <laughs> Indian outlaws. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but this song comes from "Not a Moment Too Soon" from 1994. Track My eight, best album. four minutes and nine seconds. Samuel Timothy McGraw is American country music That's singer, me. songwriter, record producer, and actor. He has released 16 studio albums. Ten of those albums have reached number one on the top country album charts. Damn. With his 1994 breakthrough, Not a Moment Too Soon, being the top country album of 1994. In total, McGraw's albums have produced 65 singles, 25 of which have reached number one on the hot country songs and country airplay charts. Three of these singles, It's Your Love, Just to See You Smile, Just Like You Were Dying, were respectively the top country songs of 97, 98, and 2004. 
Just a few smile. Such a good song. Uh, he's won three Grammys, 14 Country Music Awards, 11 Country Music Association Awards, um, three People's Choice Awards. <laughs> wow. Uh, McGraw has ventured into acting with supporting roles in The Blind Side, you know, with that <laughs> white lady. <laughs> Basically just, you know... Molests a black man <laughs> to play yeah. football. <laughs> yeah. And that guy you in know real life is movie. like, I'm not retarded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm going to go play the footballs. <laughs> it's basically the Forrest Gump of football. Uh, Friday Night Lights, The Kingdom, Tomorrowland, Four Christmases. Uh, he likes football movies. He's in Flicka. Um, so, is that. All right. Uh, in acknowledgement of his grandfather's Italian heritage, McGraw was honored by the <laughs> National Italian American Foundation in 2004. That's the dumbest <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> he was married. Tim McGraw <laughs> is honored by the Italian Heritage it's Foundation. It's me, Tim McGraw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see the mustache. <laughs> My friends are with the Pope. That's stupid. <laughs> he sings that don't take the boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just leave her the boy. <laughs> uh, he has been married to singer Faith Hill since 1996. Uh, and is the son of former Major League Baseball pitcher Tug McGraw. <laughs> you know, Tug. Oh my God, I'm sick of drink when you said that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, you know, Tug McGraw. Oh yeah, Tug McGraw and Suck McGraw. Yeah, <laughs> famous country Jesus, brothers. Don't forget, Fuck McGraw. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. <laughs> forget fuck McGraw and Suck McGraw. <laughs> Oh. That's, those are his uncles. Jesus, Tim. Uh, oh. Damn, I just saw that happen. He was taking a drink and he almost died. Oh, hailed beer. Oh. oh. You gotta warn us next time. <laughs> the next time I say Tug McGraw. Tug McGraw and work the shaft. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you should be Jesus. you should be Tug McGraw for Halloween. <laughs> you don't know the famous Major League Baseball player Tug McGraw. <laughs> Tug McGraw, you know Tug McGraw. He, he always kept out. two baseballs downstairs. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I'm lightheaded. Ooh, good luck with this one, RJ. What is this song about? His grandma. Oh, is that what okay. you're leaving? I wasn't your, thinking your about statement? it. Like you're just saying it's about his grandma. Yeah, I just, just pictures grandma. <laughs> uh, the song tells the story of two young lovers. <laughs> See, I could have got this right if I said this. Damn it, <laughs> grandmas <laughs> notoriously young people dealing with the difficult scenarios of three different stages in their life. Each situation. The man does all he can to make sure that different people don't take the girl. 
Yeah, so I could have said that. <laughs> you should have said that no, instead of saying about grandmas. No, I, I was expecting something <laughs> odd, and I was like, I don't know, grandma maybe. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, okay, I quit. I'm leaving. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, they even break down each verse as the you know as the three different exactly what it is. I mean, life. this one is basically it's as pretty, spelled out as yeah. a story gets. <laughs> I'm still picturing it's grandma every time. He's going fishing. It's a the title. The character is a boy, mm-hmm. and you think grandpa. it's about his grandma. No, he's grandpa. Do you know what happens to the the his his wife in the song? Right the girl in the end, the one that Johnny took fishing and said, "Don't that's, fucking take that bitch." That's I want my friend weird Bo. because grandma is doing things with grandpa and like no, I, no, no. I've seen she, Game of she dies during childbirth. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Did you not listen to the song and cry yeah, like me? Never heard the song before. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's why Johnny's daddy was taking him fishing when he was eight years old. Mm-hmm. I need a sequel to this song. I need a movie to this song. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, th- I I honestly feel like they did make a sequel to the song, but I might be wrong. I mean, he has enough albums. He probably did. He could have, yeah. No. So, Devin, you've heard the song before. When's where did, did you hear this song? I was taking pills at the time. Okay, <laughs> in an emotionally sensitive state. <laughs> and Mike, have you heard this song? Uh, yes, because you guys have mentioned this song before, Devin. In okay, particular. so I remember the first time I heard the song. I was uh, staying with a a friend of ours, uh, Brandon. We'll say. And <laughs> we'll use a code name. <laughs> you, have Brandon. A friend, you have yeah. a friend named Brandon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's a guy named Brandon. And I was just, so nobody knows he was not about. in the military. Just want to make sure. <laughs> and I was in. He has both of his legs. <laughs> this Brandon. Mm-hmm. I was in a code name. Brandon. <laughs> I was in a uh, interesting living situation where I was staying uh it was roommates with him for a little while. And his dad w- did not have a limousine business. Was- <laughs> no, no, no. His dad, this guy, Brandon, his dad did not hire white supremacist limo drivers. Yeah. We'll just call him Brandon. <laughs> yeah, coach name, Brandon. Let's just say his name's Brandon. For the sake of the story. Spelled with an E. Because it'll come into play later. Spelled with an E. It's important. It's spelled with an E, so it covers it. It's important that we get his name out there, so I have something to reference later. We're going to call him Brandon. It's not spelled with an O. Spelled with an E for his code name. So, yeah, my uh, code name, Brandon. I don't know. Uh, with both legs, and it wasn't in the military, and yes. doesn't have like you know, you know. You know. Um, so, God damn it, we grew up in Twin Peaks. <laughs> he he had this that. tiny little room in his garage that I kind of stayed in sometimes, and he came in there and he just started like talking to me, and it's weird just having him in this little tiny room with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What do you want?" Thanks if you me. know Brandon, it is weird having him in a tiny room with you. Yeah. So then he's like. Have you heard the song before? And I'm like, no. And he plays this for me. And he's like, isn't that the best? Like, it's the saddest song in the world. And I, I was like, oh, we're bonding now, I see. 
And that's the first time I ever heard it. And I thought it was just weird that he's just like, check this out, check this out. I have a friend to talk to. <laughs> and I was like, I, I love that. Yes. And did he turn to you and say, will you be my Johnny? <laughs> but I, it was just the weird, like this, uh, somebody wanting to show somebody else uh, like a sad, important song that I was just like, oh, okay, we're doing this. Because this is in the heyday of probably, you know, Eminem and Blink-182. So I didn't care about country. Yeah. So he presented yeah, this to me, and I was like, like "Have I... you heard Stan?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sad songs, have you heard Aliens Exist? Yes. This one's about aliens. This one's about him killing his girlfriend. Have you okay. heard Windy Clear? It's <laughs> a good song. It's a great song. But uh, so literally, have you heard he presen- Boxcar Racer. No, they were not yet. Okay, sorry. Yeah, but he presented it to me, and I was just so like, it was so awkward that I was just like, "Oh, okay, thanks for the sad song." <laughs> But that was my first experience uh, with it. That was the extent of the story. <laughs> yeah. Devin does this to it's you good. all the time. <laughs> it's a good thing <laughs> we use the code name Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Devin shows you songs being like, this song's fucking great, or this song's set all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he doesn't close me in Whenever a tiny room. If somebody asks you where you heard Bear vs. Shark for the first time, do you ever tell them a great story <laughs> about the origins Code of when named I Devin. showed you that band. Yeah. <laughs> so I have this. The female version. I guess we'll Devin. call him name. or her a friend. <laughs> and we'll call them Devin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the sake of this story. He's black. Okay. He's black in this story. <laughs> and he's really cool and uses the N word all the time. That's the only part that's true. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. I think the most of the times. Okay, so one code named Brandon cornered me in a little room that I was in. Okay, this is getting good. Versus Devin, <laughs> just like here's seventy two artists. I'm going to show you on Napster in my mom's house, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I have mental problems. Okay, deal with it. I listen to a lot of music, man. It comes, it comes out all at once. So some sticks, <laughs> and then a DVD for freaks and geese, geeks, and like all their seasons, whatever they have. He's like, watch this too, and I'm like, oh, this is too much. Yes, consume the amount of media that I've consumed in the past 24 hours. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell you. So that's uh, how I heard the song. Uh, Devin, how how did you hear this song? <laughs> I heard it in Kyle's car. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> Code name Kyle. Yeah, but not the Kyle you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, when I heard it, I was like, I didn't like country like this at the time. Yeah, and um, and I I liked the story of it, and I got past the the country aspect of it at the time, and was like, damn Tim, you can write a song, and that that was it. And then I, you know, I think I got really sad. Because I was on a lot of pills at the time, I was like, "Man, this this feel I feel this. I get where he's coming from." And then we listened to it again, probably, and then we listened to Tech Nine afterwards. <laughs> nice. That's my origin story. Yeah, it's a it's a good song. Yeah, yeah. Did it, you did you shed a tear? Uh, no, but it is a little. Uh, it's uh, it's a little weird going. Production value on this mix, RJ, is all over the place. Yeah. 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 The production on this song is, is just as way different than the first song. Kind of matches the second song. But 
or the third song. I think it's just the time frame that it also came from because I think the Zach Brown was um, 2010. Yeah, yeah, earlier 2000s or later 2000s versus this one 90s. 90s. Yeah, was this 97? Yeah, this is not yeah. DJ Khaled at all. It's the heyday of Garth Brooks and Brooks and Dunn yeah. and all the other Brooks and Chesney's. Yeah, Chesney's. This is pre Toby Teets. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Third song on here, we've got The Baby by Blake Shelton from the album The Dreamer from 2003. Uh, The second song on there, three minutes and 54 seconds. Blake Tolson Shelton is an American country music singer and television personality. In 2001, he made his debut with the single Austin. Uh, The leadoff single from his self titled debut album, Austin, spent five weeks. At number one on the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart. Uh, second and third album, 2003 is The Dreamer, and 2004, Blake Shelton's Barn and Grill are gold and platinum, respectively. Um, yeah, he's made a lot of albums. As of December 2020, Shelton has charted, ch- Shelton has charted 40 singles, including 28 number ones, 17 of which were consecutive. Pretty... Uh, solid here. Shelton is a judge on Nashville Star, Clash of the Choirs, and a coach on NBC's The Voice. He has been on The Voice since its inception, and so far, uh, in eight of the 22 seasons. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. You know, they don't do a season every year, I don't think. I think they do like two seasons a year sometimes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because they can they they film those in like a month or whatever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I right. knew somebody that tried out for The Voice. Yeah, his name. Uh, yeah, he made it to like I think he got the buzzers and was on somebody's team, and then oh, nice. just uh, now he has a soap company. <laughs> uh, RJ, what is the baby about? Please tell me. <laughs> so this one is about a a young lad that is always the mother's like youngest. So she's she always treats him as the youngest. He was on his phone before this. The baby the child, <laughs> and then he grows up and he's he's still like you know the baby of the family, and then he, towards the end he changes the role of he's like now I am the baby because I'm crying over your your death. Really? <laughs> now this one was pretty black and white, Devin. So he changes the role because his mom died and he's no yeah, longer the baby. He's like, I'm not, I'm a man now. And so then literally, he literally says and cried just like a baby. Yeah, because so he becomes the baby now. Wait, but he's always the baby. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah. <laughs> what I said. I'm right, confused as the transformation of the. Is song. there a sequel to the song <laughs> called The Man? No, that that's like the middle where he's like, Mama, I'm a man now. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. You baby still. He never <laughs> even got to be a boy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, he's going to have a tough life. Man. The song describes how a mother thinks of her children, especially the narrator. Did you did yeah. you even think that the song was from the mother's point of view, RJ? Yeah, because she's like, you're going to be you know, you're the baby. Hmm. Uh, he describes being the youngest child in his family and tells the various situations where he is referred to as the baby. Later on, the narrator tells of receiving a phone call to come to the family's home, state of Louisiana, where his mama is dying. It's unclear whether she was in a local hospital or she was in the family house under hospice care. 
<laughs> That's really important to put into Wikipedia. <laughs> what? Did they ever get to the bottom of this mystery? <laughs> I don't think so. This Hercule Poirot style mystery? <laughs> uh, so I thought I had heard this song before. I have not. It's cancer on the Orient Express. <laughs> um, I do like this song. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, yeah, I, ba- I basically had this situation when my dad was dying because I was in Utah at the time. And I just got a phone call saying your dad's dying. And so drove to California and got there like right when he was passing. So... It happens uh, to a lot of people. Um, it happened to my dad with his dad. Yeah. Yeah, in, like, San Francisco. And they, like, got there at almost, like, the exact moment. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's pretty weird when that happens. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I like the song a lot. Uh, I don't like the production on the song. It's a little bit too, yeah. like, crispy to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, RJ, do you have anything to say about the baby? The so baby? it's weird just talking about his production. Uh, what album is this? Do you know top of your head like that he made? It's from so the Dreamer from 2003 because I've already said that. I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> is this like his first, second, third album that he did? Oh, I already I said it would be within the first few. second album. Yeah. Don't you remember me second saying one, that it's, it's, it's certified it, gold? It, <laughs> it's crazy because Barn doors and bitches. from here, it just being his second album, and then and I mean it sounds you know produced like it would be for somebody that sells lots of albums and this is like you know he's still new a lot of people are still figuring out who he is I mean Devin did you see this album cover I saw this one yeah so that hair yeah <laughs> that's ridiculous uh, versus now on the voice he literally has a, you know shaved his whole head and that's how I, I know he him shave his head he just has he short just doesn't hair. have long hair anymore <laughs> yeah, it's it off. normal guy hair <laughs> He cut his hair to a shorter <laughs> length. Yeah, he did not shave his head. Don't look like Dana White. <laughs> it just it's trimmed. Suddenly, the man goes on national TV and fucking Mr. Clean. Here we come. <laughs> just shaves a little bit off. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> we'll say that. Shaved, shaved like a little bit. Clippers yeah. were used Crap. at all in cutting his hair. I don't think so. No, we skipped that step. I think this was used. The Who sh- pays a barber? I do it. Shears. I shave it all. <laughs> no, that's not a clipper cut for no. sure. We'll get to the bottom of this. Yeah. And Devin, you want to add this to your to-do list? Yeah, and whether it was at a state hospital or <laughs> yeah. at a hospice well, care. Devin's got a lot. That's four things <laughs> yeah. you're working on now. That's okay. I got nothing to do this month. <laughs> I just got to watch Hellraiser. That's it. That's all that's on the schedule. Yeah, but uh, the song, uh, I did not know this song going into it. And this is one of those that I picked for this one. But I saw his name, and then I saw the album cover, and I laughed. And I was like, wow, he didn't shave his head. And the way that I know him now. So I was like, I want this on here. And I like the song. I like the concept of it. And it hits the sad note. So I was like, I like this. And, and then, you know, it's not something that came out in the last like two, three years. So I was like, oh, this fits that genre of what I was kind of doing for the theme of the mix. Uh, Devin. Yeah, I had never heard the song before. I did not know that that's what it was about. I thought he was calling some lady his baby. And then <laughs> I thought maybe he was talking about his daughter who was once his baby. And then I didn't think about it anymore after that. <laughs> I just, I, he, I guess he's the baby. He's the baby. Uh, but I, I, yeah, it was, uh, it was okay. It wasn't great. Um, I don't know. Nothing really caught my attention about it. 
like the chorus was the only thing that was like partially catchy and that's the only thing I really paid attention to the lyrics to. You know, like yeah. since like since he was telling a story, like um song 2 and 5, they're telling a a very linear story and they have a way of doing it that makes you pay attention to that. And this one I didn't catch the story at all or oh, really? it was very convoluted. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know why. First one I you know I didn't know that was about truckers either. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just gonna keep truckers in mind for every song I listen to from now on. Be like, yeah. does this apply to truck drivers? <laughs> just in case. Yeah, that that little lot lizard's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> There's a song called Lot Lizard. I'm pretty sure it's about truckers. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to song number four. Here we've got Hurt, uh, which is a cover by Johnny Cash from the American Volume Four. Uh, the Man Comes Around, track two, three minutes and 36 seconds. Uh, little did RJ know that uh, the wizard himself was on Joe Rogan's podcast this week. So I saw that. Yeah. Uh, RJ had some good timing there. Um, I, I've also had a, a mix for since basically we started the podcast. And so I'm not mad that you have a, a song from one of the American albums on here, RJ. I'm not mad. Not mad about it. There's it's five the of them, that. which is the perfect amount of albums to choose one song for to put onto a five-song mix. There's you know? five of these albums? Yes. Holy shit. And for number four, this isn't even the best song from here. The, the four's got Personal Jesus on here, which is arguably my favorite Ooh. cover that he did. Um, that cover's so goddamn good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right, so Johnny Cash. Everyone knows fucking Johnny Cash. I don't need to explain to you fucking just Johnny Cash. Just poor was it? some bitch. Uh, Wasn't his name Sue? Was this the boy that was named Sue? No, that's his baby. Okay. Right. He's the man in Damn black. I, every time I hear you know song about babies, I get confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's seen Walk the Line or... Dewey Cox. <laughs> Dewey Cox I'm familiar with, yes. Walk the line, not sure. Is that a DUI movie? <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Johnny Cash. Always have. Uh, I love these American recordings. When they were first uh, out uh, in the 90s, in the early 2000s, um, when they became available for me to buy on CD, I did immediately. Um, I've always loved these things. They're amazing. He's got great, great covers on there. His, you know, Southern Accents cover from Tom Petty is amazing on there. Um, he's just got a lot of great ones on there. And it's it's bizarre that who knew at, at the time, you know, Rick Rubin's talked about this in interviews. I've listened to him. I don't I don't know if he got into it with Rogan at all, but um, but he's talked about like it's just weird that they basically his life's work is these American recordings. Like as much as people know, like sure you know like a boy named Sue and Folsom Prison Blues and you know some random Johnny Cash songs here and there from early in his career. Like most of what people know about him like today is from these recordings, which is bizarre. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know if people knew Folsom Prison blues before i don't know how mainstream popular it was i really don't have a reference point honestly from before hurt came out hurt was the single yeah that relaunched his career yeah which was insane well kind of kind of because he had a single uh during the same time that he won a grammy for um because this was it's it's interesting when 
when Rick Rubin has talked about it and when I've looked up stuff about it, because it has to do with his wife passing and him, you know, needing the time to, to do the things that he needs to do and blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know. It's just bizarre that like they were basically like making his life's work with these American recordings and they sound like this, this one, I think, I think they were, this was recorded. When was this recorded? It's in the nineties and it sounds so fucking good. It does. It sounds so goddamn good. And it's because Rick Rubin's obviously a genius, but like he just understood that like, you know, making these American recordings with him, like I don't think he was thinking that these were going to be like the greatest things Johnny Cash ever did, but because of the recording quality and the way that they sound, they definitely are. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can I can listen to these over and over again there's some songs here and there that i don't love um that are just like older old standards that i don't love but he has a song called delia Oof, delia on my mind if i hadn't shot poor delia rj if i hadn't shot poor delia wouldn't have shot I, miss another I miss him i miss her i miss him is that what the plain white tea sang about <laughs> <laughs> johnny cash comes and shoots a bitch <laughs> yeah basically rude he would have had her for his wife Bad and shot poor Delia. Damn. Uh, yeah, it's a great song. Fucking love that song. Cold water. Ooh, cold, cold. Damien Rice? Uh, no. no, it's a that's an old standard. Cool water, not cold water. Oh, okay. No. Um, I think the I think he he does the same cover of that. Uh, I think Dustin Kenzer does a cover of uh, two that Johnny Cash does on here. It's that the railroad one. It's not really oh yes, down Wait. there by the train, Tom yeah. Waits. Yes, I think I he think does that. I maybe I can't remember. I can't Ooh. remember. Don't hold me to that. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's a train song, basically. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> is it? Is it Folsom Prison Blues? I hear that train a coming. <laughs> it's coming around the bend. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to know an autistic guy that only listens to train songs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, that's me. Um, but yeah, I love, I love this song in particular. This isn't my favorite song from there, which I've already said before. Uh, I mean, Man Comes Around. That's uh, that's Ooh, the first yeah. song on this, on number four. And it's also like the opening credits basically the opening credits to uh zach snyder's uh dawn of the dead and it's like it's one of the best openings to a movie ever um this song so but yeah there's a lot of history with these american recordings they did a lot of like intricate things to like figure it out uh, rick rubin brought in like a bunch of other people uh fiona apple sings on a couple of songs um on this one that's interesting yeah, there's lots of lots of cool stuff with these recordings. I love them. Um, RJ, what's the song about? Uh, somebody that's hurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's about a boo boo. Yeah, a boo boo that you, yeah. you fall on the playground. <laughs> he was riding his bicycle, and he's like, "Damn, I gotta write a song about this." <laughs> I think it's just about somebody being hopeless, and it's just like you could rely on me, but I, I'm really nothing but something bad and i'm just gonna just be a negative side towards you know whatever something better that you hope for that it's not gonna be there wait say that again 
I don't remember what I said. <laughs> okay, so you're just <laughs> making up words. Yeah, so that's the best you get. You're going to have to listen in about a week. Because <laughs> I have an idea of what the song is about. Ooh, what's your idea? Uh, I, I feel like it's about um, depression and self-sabotage and like low self-esteem. Mm. Like not feeling good enough. Like I hurt myself today to see if I still feel focus on the pain, the only thing that's real. Uh, like self-flagellation, but also like having to do with relationships. I I assume the cover has a different meaning than the Nine Inch Nails version of it. No. But I might be wrong in that. I, th- I feel like there's a different context to it, but I think related to like relationships, it's not feeling good enough for a person and doing things to fuck it up basically so that's why this song is so goddamn good yeah. the song's amazing for like what you guys both said because it could be it's disputed as to what it's actually interpreted as oh okay so like some people just there's the there's the surface layer layer of talking about self-harm and heroin addiction that's mm. like the surface layer of it now the other things uh, so it says in here that uh, some listeners contend that the song acts as a suicide note written by the song's protagonist as a result of his depression, while others claim that it describes the difficult process of finding a reason to live in spite of depression and pain and does not have much to do with the storyline of the downward spiral. Hmm. The downward spiral, the Nine Inch Nails album. Right. Huh. Yeah. Huh. I've heard somebody mention that um, a lot of love songs can be about drug addiction as well, and it, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. Like, well, the darkness had a song that was obviously about. Um, that's a shitty example, but I remember it. it was about heroin addiction, and you know the, the all the beats to it could be a modern love song. Uh, you know, the weekends I can't feel my face when I'm with you mm-hmm. is about cocaine, but has very strong love notes which is a an interesting like dichotomy between addiction and romance yeah well and you see it a lot so like johnny cash was like a pretty bad addict um yeah. and uh i don't know other than booze i don't know exactly what hard drugs he was addicted to i don't know if it lots actually, of pills yeah i don't know if it gets super specific or i'm sure someone knows out there I mean, it. from Dewey Cox, it was uppers and downers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool edit. <laughs> what were we talking about? Edit point, Dewey Cox. <laughs> okay. Uppers and downers. Johnny Cash doing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what we're saying. I think we're just saying we don't know what drugs Johnny Cash was doing. Uppers but the song downers. is like, really, yeah. But it was related to, like, he had a problem with booze, but the song was content was like related to uh addiction but also might have had a second meaning yeah and on top oh oh that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say that uh you see a lot with uh addicts of types that they're also addicted to love and he Mm -hmm. very much loved his wife and was addicted to her so much so that he died shortly after not long after so he died after her that's right yeah yeah, Pam from the office. <laughs> June Carter. <laughs> yeah, that was Pam. That was his wife. Oh, that's from Dewey Cox. That's right. 
Oh fuck, you're right. <laughs> real life confused with Dewey Cox again. Not not Witherspoon, because that's Walk the Line. Oh, that's right. It was Witherspoon. <laughs> and I prefer Pam Beasley. Uh, but yeah, I fucking I love this song so goddamn much, um, so so much. Um, yeah. yeah, RJ, why'd you why 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 why? So I did this thing. Why, why, I, just, why, why, <laughs> I do this thing sometimes where I'm just like I need to find something that fixed this like mix or idea that I have, and me being the generic uh, like uh, just. You know, quick Google search. Um, so I did that, and I, I typed in old sad country, and it came up with stuff from, like, you know, a long time ago. Like, you know, black and white TVs. And like, and I was just like, it's I don't know old any band. of these artists. And then Johnny Cash kept on popping up, and I was like, oh. And I was like, all right, I don't know that song. And then eventually I ran into Hurt, and I was like, all right. Johnny Cash, I know of him. Never jumped on, like, the this, like, a fan of him, but I never hated him. Oh, I was so like, you appreciate never what he really did. gotten into these American recordings. No, never. No. I didn't either. I, I was just like, I know Folsom Prison because it's there's right five. in my backyard. I said they had number six. Oh, there's a sixth one. Well, okay, the, I'm trying to find them on Spotify, and they have. Oh, it's confusing on there. Yeah, so they have American Six, Ain't No Grave. Uh, but I can't find the previous ones. Yeah, they have American Five. This one is off of American Four. Oh, there they are. American oh, there okay. is a six. Huh. Some reason I thought yeah. five. I mean, that might have been... When did he die? It might have been after he died. Man, Redemption Day is such a good damn song. Oh, that's right. The six, six ends with Aloha Oi. Aloha Oi. Is it Hello. from Kalaka Uka Oi. It is kind of good that he has a song called I Don't Hurt Anymore because he'd hurt in this song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I must have. Yeah, I must have. I wonder which one did I skip? Yeah, because you were talking about a lot of the songs on here. Yeah, because I have the five songs here. Man, this cover of one. Have you ever heard the cover of one? Metallica's one? songs that i don't give a fuck about just amazing yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love this recording so goddamn much i uh, okay so i'm going back and we got to talk about this for a minute i assumed american recordings one through i guess six would have been starting with hurt Hmm. and coming out you know within a few years of each other no 
but it looks like American recordings started in 1994. Yeah. Hurt, 2002. Mm-hmm. American recordings six was. I skipped it. Oh, let's see. Five is in 2006. Yeah, and six is in 2010. Yeah, and he so he passed over the away. span of sixteen years. Yeah, because he but they were all recorded in the same time. Wow. So yeah, because he died in two thousand three, and Rick Rubin. I forgot how many how much time they spent together, but they they recorded all of these relatively in the like a smaller time frame. It wasn't wow. like they he, they recorded it. I don't think that they recorded it over like the course of seven years. Hmm. So it just it was released post it. He's. I don't know if it was because of the record label or because of him or because of Rick Rubin of like how they were released, but yeah. I I want to listen to. I mean, he has a fuck ton of albums. Oh yeah. I want to listen to all of these like sequentially. I'm super curious his because a lot of people are like we're familiar with early Johnny Cash on the surface level. I assumed that he was maybe had like two or three albums no. with the hits on him. No, uh, he has a, there's he like has forty albums on there. Yeah, like the, and it mystifies me how like I it's gonna sound like a joke, but I do feel like Dewey Cox did a really good job of illustrating the absurdity of his career. Walk the Line did to an extent, but like in uh, Walk Hard, they were like. They had Snoop Dogg like doing a remix of, you know, a Johnny Cash song essentially, and his career was so strange because this could have been Roy Orbison, this could have been Hank Williams, like this could have been Willie Nelson, but he had this resurgence, and it's strange that it didn't pop off until the fourth Americans recording, like right before he died. Yeah, and I don't feel like it was when he died that it started becoming. A thing, but like I don't know. I never knew the idea, like the depth of his catalog. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Well, huh. Walk the Line came out in two thousand five, so two years after he died. This came out okay. in two thousand four. Uh, June died. Let's see. June died in two thousand two thousand three. So she died two thousand three. He died in two thousand three. Then the American Damn. Four comes out. And then walk the line comes, so that makes sense why he had a big resurgence. Okay, right then. he had just passed yeah. away, all that kind of stuff. When was Hurt released again? Two thousand three. Yeah, so it was before he died. Then I, it might have been after he died. I feel like it got released it was, while he was alive. I thought it was a, like because I remember just like I, like I don't know what I was doing, you know, in a room with Devin. And he's like, yeah. check out the song. <laughs> so this guy Brandon. <laughs> Yeah, because I am I'm positive I heard this before I heard the Nine Inch Nails song. I did too. Yeah, but I never I, listened to Nine Inch Nails. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. So until honestly, until recently, I heard a couple songs. Oh, I brother, do. you hang you you just put a okay. just Ooh, a pin okay. in this, cool. brother. Cool. All right, <laughs> we'll get there in a couple. All of right, weeks, brother. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So I know in general, like the oh. song came out, and I was two thousand two. Two thousand two is when the song was released. Yeah. January first, two thousand two. So I remember hearing this, and I was like, "Oh, that's a sad song." I was like, "That that's cool, like whatever." Johnny Cash, I know the name. He did the Folsom song, whatever, and that that was like the gist of inside of, of like you know of the song. 
Then eventually it was like, oh, he just died. That kind of puts a lot whole bigger meaning to the song. It's just like, look at my life. It's at the end, and you know, I'm hurt, like you know, hurt, whatever. And then he passes away, and I was just like, damn, this is you know, more powerful song. And it kind of just sat there in the back burner of like a song that it's like, oh, I appreciate for what it is. But now just finding it again on you know, old sad songs, and I was just like, this still to this day, I'm like, damn, that's a powerful song. And I saw that emotion of when I saw that, and I was like, ooh, I kind of want that song on the mix. Just because I still felt those feelings of, like, you know what? You know, it, like, hit me then, and it still hits me now. So I felt that hit the, you know, it, it deserves to be on the mix. Yeah. Uh, but I, like, you- I knew it. Like, I knew the song, you know, obviously. We all knew the song. And I was expecting to just kind of skip it over and no then re listening to it. I was like, fuck, it's, it is a good song. Mm-hmm. It's one of those songs that I've heard so many times and it's still good every time I hear it. RJ, have you heard his personal Jesus? Uh, I, I've heard that might one. Have. Just, but yet just again, listen. it might have been in the you know, Johnny Cash where I was like, ah, cool. This opening. I forgot who they had. They had someone retool this song acoustically from some metal band or something. There's no Jesus. Your own personal Jesus. I haven't heard this. Ooh. Someone to hear Someone your to prayers. Hear. Someone who cares. Your own personal Jesus. He's so goddamn good. Twain is the guitar. I love that. Yeah, wow, his that changes the song completely. Arguably, his yeah. "Bridge Over Troubled Water" is better than Simon and Garfunkel's. I, I want to say Fiona mm. Apple might sing on harmonize with him on that. It's so goddamn good that song. These these just these recordings are so good. I love them so much. I gotta check these out. Honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, the Wizard okay. I'm looking up the at his best. I'm looking up the Billboard charts. For Johnny Cash and Hurt, never charted. Yeah, Is that w- possible? Yeah, I would think. So. I wouldn't think it would. I mean, I remember it being played wow. on the radio, but again, I think that song got a lot of steam after he passed away. I know it came out before, but I think it. You know, yeah, I, I think it just got more steam after he passed. That's what I was trying to figure out. Whether it, I swear he was still alive when, uh, when it was gaining all that attention. But yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. That, that that does make a lot of sense why he had that resurgence later on in life. And I just never knew he had, like, he had an album in 1991 that came out like, yeah. of his own music, not, like, covers. Like, yeah. Damn. No, I think he won a Grammy in, like, 90, in the 90s from <laughs> one of his wow. albums. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, pretty fucking sick. Yeah. But you're pretty, but you can't be like, I love Johnny Cash just out in public because then. A lot of weirdos out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I knew a guy that loved Johnny Cash. And Somebody's like, I've been on the trail. <laughs> yeah, we have a Johnny Cash trail in Folsom. Yeah, we have a bridge. Did you know that? Did, did they I just built that? it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bike trail. Yeah. It's pretty pretty cool. I rode on it for bikes. <laughs> they didn't just walk on that. it, too. That's been there for since when I lived there last. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> You're it. <laughs> Did we write it? I don't think we wrote it. 
I'm pretty sure I read that with you at one point. Maybe you did. I don't know. <laughs> I rode into Folsom Prison before with a girl. <laughs> and I was like, oh, let's just ride down this road. And there was like no guard gates. And it was weird. Hmm. Yeah. Into the like the front gates of Folsom Prison. Yeah. If Johnny anyone, Cash was nowhere to be seen. If anyone's listening and wants to know more about Folsom Prison, watch the movie American Me. It explains the concept of why Folsom Prison went from a regular prison to a federal prison. Does it really? Yeah, because they had Ooh. to. It's it was the way that they broke up the Hispanic gangs in L.A. And so they shipped them up to Folsom, and then that's when that became a federal prison. And then that's uh, where when the Norteños came and started populating Sacramento. And now we have Del Paso Heights. Exactly. Thank you, Folsom Prison. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the movie with uh, La Bamba, right? Uh, American Me. I, does he? Is he in there? That's what James Edward almost. Edward James almost. That's who. Yeah, thinking Edward of. James. Oops. Almost. <laughs> James. James <Edward> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I can't. He might be. He who was be, La Bamba? Uh, he's in a. I think they're both in Stand and Deliver. Okay. Um, getting all these confi- confused. Yeah, because I I think uh, fuck. Why can't I think of La Bamba's name? He's in fucking <sighs> young. Bothering me. I can see his face. His Richie Valens. Face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love Richie Valens, Holmes. <laughs> Every Mexican I've ever met says Lou that, Diamond you know. Phillips. That's it. Yes, Lou Diamond. Another three named guy. That's why I was thinking that. Yeah, Lou Diamond is in Stand and Deliver, and so is. Ever James Olmos. Oh, it's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Stand and Deliver is a good movie. No. That's not the one that The Rock did with uh, the dude from American Pie, right? No, no, that's a that's acclaimed movie. Stand and Deliver is about high school students. I think it's late eighties when that movie came out. So, oh yeah, yeah. You know what my favorite movie about high school is? Uh, the Substitute. Okay, that's a funny movie. It's not. No, it's it's <laughs> not. It's tragic. Sure. Tom Berenger fucking yeah. defending the school against inner city drug dealers. <laughs> sick ass movie. It's yeah. Die Hard in a high school. It's, it's a, sick. Isn't it a series though? Yeah, there's a bunch of substitutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah his job never ends. <laughs> Educator's a tough job. That's what I learned from that movie. Ever seen High School High? No. With John Lovitz? No. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes! Yeah. <laughs> yes! These are hood movies, RJ. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not aware. Not aware of oh. High School High. Not aware of American Me? No. I know, uh... Yeah. Don't. No. I didn't I've, know it was about Folsom Prison. You're definitely not aware of Blood In and Blood Out. Blood for Blood? Favorite band, <laughs> Blood in Bloodhound Blood Gang, out. better. Blood in Blood Out. That's like uh, Hispanic. Uh, that and American Me and Selena. Those are the, like the three Hispanic movies. <laughs> <laughs> the only three. <laughs> yes. Damn, that's true. There's not too many. Like, what else is there? Like Hispanic heritage movies that were like popular. Um, El Mariachi and Desperado. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time in Mexico, from dust till dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're yeah okay. The we Mexican got yellow pussy. We got green pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you could put Con Air in there with Johnny Thirteen. He was a prominent Hispanic figure. Damn. Yeah. Hollywood's been rough on Hispanics. They sure have. Yeah. <laughs> Why is nobody talking about this? Uh, uh, we need a Hispanic Spider-Man right away. Uh, there is one. I guess Miles Morales is Hispanic. Uh, he's half. But yeah, uh, two birds, one stone. I guess Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man in twenty ninety nine. Oh wait, he was Hispanic. Spider-Man. Hell yeah, brother! Damn, I <laughs> actually have those comics. Yeah, or a comic. Or yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. I would not have read them if I had known that. <laughs> <laughs> I like my Spider-Man's white and spidery. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Mexican, to be specific. But, yeah. All right. Um, all right, and last song on RJ's mix here is Whiskey Lullaby uh, with Brad Paisley and Alison Krauss. Uh, this particular version comes off of Hits Alive. I think it was released as a single. Um, and I think, I don't know if this version is on the album of his from 2004. It is. It's it on is. Mud on the Tires. It is. Okay. Why'd you pick this weird version? Because right? it's a, when it came up on my uh, autoplay. Oh, you dick. So, well, also, so listen to this, Devin. A Whiskey Lullaby okay. is a song written by Bill Anderson and John Randall. The song was a duet duet recorded by American country music artist Brad Paisley and bluegrass artist Allison Krauss on Paisley's album Mud on the Tires. The song was released in March 29, 2004 as the album's third single. Whiskey Lullaby peaked at number three. Huh. Yeah. So this was made for them. I think I think I read something about how they were trying to like Dolly was a, an option. Um, but they ended up going with Alison Krauss for it. Um hmm. you know how these country songs are made. Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood. Um, what's this song about, RJ? Tell me. <laughs> I think this song is about Somebody that <laughs> that I'm thinking. It's my thinking face. I know, but you're <laughs> you're speaking into the ether. That is like I think maybe this it's it's thinking. I, I'm looking. I'm looking left. The think. I don't know. Is he, is he? Love, loss, alcoholism. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I, I think it's just somebody that desired somebody but that didn't work out and then eventually he just calls it quits drinks too much in the because of the the sadness and depression of missing somebody and then it kind of flips tides of him passing away and then she's just like oh you did die and she's sad now and she drinks and dies you're missing a key thing here rj Mm, the lock i'm gonna say i'm gonna sum this up (laughs) ships in the night brother (laughs) <laughs> songs about ships in the night. Mm, I like chips when you're like hungry. No. You've got two different perspectives here, RJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's just, just about. It's not just about. No, you didn't. When did you say that? No, I, I, you I, were just talking about the... and then I said she. Then gets sad. I oh, said flips. Okay. Yeah, ships in the night, brother. <laughs> yeah. Like Painful when you wake separation. up and talk about, and you got shits in the night, <laughs> leading them both <laughs> not to drinking. <laughs> they both drink themselves to death. Yeah. I said that. She tried to hide the whiskey Mentally. in her breath. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this this is a great song. 
That's all I gotta yeah. say about it. It's a great song. When was the first time that you heard it? Was it pretty recently? Yeah. And what phase in your country era was this, and how receptive were you to it? Because this is a very pop country song, and towards the beginning of your country phase, I can't imagine this that you would have been receptive to this. So okay. were you surprised by it? No, or I like Brad Paisley. Like I've listened, okay. I've heard out of any country artist before this, I'd heard more songs from him than like as far as pop country than anyone else. Brother, okay. I, I had then on a mix already. Alpha RJ, it's just alphaing mm-hmm. all over your face, oh, so neck sorry. and alpha chest. A big alpha puddle on your face. <laughs> uh, the only thing that I don't love about the song is just I don't think that Allison Krauss and Brad Paisley is a great match. To be honest with you. And part of it has to do with I am an Allison Krauss fan, and I've listened. I've listened to plenty of her stuff before I was even mm-hmm. in the country. Um, I just don't think that they match well. They just—it's just a weird mixture to me. Um, but that's it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I can't. I I probably heard this right when it came out. You said two thousand four. Around 2004, 2005, and I got to say, this was the first country song that really ever caught my attention. I heard this before Tim McGraw, hmm. and this was the only country album I owned up until maybe eight years ago, like getting into like alt country, like slow, like starting with bluegrass and then getting into alt country and then like Sturgill Simpson came out and then I was like, all right, I guess I'll listen to real country. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I fucking, I love this song. I listening to Alan, Alison Krauss after the fact, cause I had heard her after this. I think I kind of agree with you. Like it, uh, the song style doesn't fit her very well now based on what she can do. It's interesting that they, just kind of threw her in there because she was relatively unknown at the time. I would say Brandy Carlisle would have even not been, in two thousand four. Even at the time, I feel like she would have been no. bigger than Allison Krauss. No, Allison Krauss. Well, yeah, but like Allison Brandy Carlisle. Yeah. No, Allison Krauss has been making albums since the late eighties. Yeah, but she was. I don't know if she had. No, she like, was plenty known in country music. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What year did, I mean, I would have uh, liked to hear Brandy Carlisle. I think that would fit better. Yeah. Fucking, uh, yeah, 2000 is, uh, Oh Brother, We're Out Thou. She's plenty oh. famous. Okay. Yeah, considering that, I I just, I remember never heard, like, hearing of her before this came out. But I was kind of unaware of that style of music. Yeah. In it, general. Yeah, because she was more like bluegrass has never like really taken off. But her yeah. style of bluegrass is unlike anything anyone else does. But Yeah. No. Yeah. Are the Dixie Chicks bluegrass? No, they're pop country. I guess they have some yeah. bluegrass elements to them, but I think that's like the closest thing that pop like music has ever come to. Yeah, they got that like, that fiddle, baby. Yeah, they do have a yeah. fiddle on there. Mm-hmm. Me some fiddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love the song. Love the story. Um, Definitely made me cry. 
Um, all right, that is RJ's mix. Um, all right, so for Devin, he guessed five three five. How did you, Devin? <laughs> well, <laughs> let me check my fucking notes on this one because <laughs> I don't want to get this wrong. But it's five three five. Yeah. Cool. So you got that one right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give you that one, Alpha. I'll give you that one this one time, and you'll <laughs> never get it right again. I promise you. <laughs> all right, RJ. So for yeah. me, you guessed four one two. Do you want to change this at all? Yeah. No, I they can't. But yeah, that, that, I know. <laughs> With your least favorite not being one. <laughs> <laughs> he just gave you an option to change it. You can't say you can't. No, I only change it when you don't want me to. Why did you guess that Tim McGraw was my favorite artist on here? <laughs> because you haven't heard it before. But I've talked at length multiple times during the, the this podcast. Devin will tell you I'm not a good listener. Johnny Cash and the American Recordings. <laughs> He's on his phone throughout yeah, this whole know. thing. Devin will tell you I'm not a good listener. He's listening to other music while we're doing the podcast most of the time. And he I'm just doesn't listen. I'm preparing for next week. <laughs> yeah. All right, RJ. My favorite song is number one. Okay. See, I that's the best song. I could change. That song is amazing. I love that song. <laughs> it's amazing. Can we change? <laughs> yes, you just had an option to change. Now uh, we can't change anymore. Now, my least favorite song has to do with the mix itself. Okay. Do <laughs> I, the whole mix. Do yeah. I not like song number three? Correct. Okay. But I don't think song four should be on this mix. Agreed. Okay. My least favorite is song four because I don't think it belongs, RJ. I think when you listen to this mix, when you get to four, it is absurd how much better that song is than every other song on here. Yeah. So I'm going to put that as my least favorite. And he is my favorite artist. So it's a one four four. Wow. This has never happened before. Piece of shit, shit, RJ. No, you completely lost. (laughs) Yes. I won. (laughs) Woo. I'm out. Lost in every way. That's the opposite of winning. Alpha bitches. No. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. No, no, I did the same thing with Devin's uh, Feel Good Country Mix because it's like I love Caitlin Butts and I love that Jackson song, but it just mm. didn't fit to me in that the mix. Whole, yeah. Overall, he had it at number four. You have this song at number four. Man, I don't know. Number four is a cursed position. I don't know what you guys are sucking over there. But just don't do this. Hey, now, <laughs> top this, knock that. You know what we're sucking over here. You got an idea at least. Um, now, if Hurt was at number five, would that have changed it a little bit? No, I would still say it does not belong. Like it's just everything okay. about that song and everything from these American recordings. It just doesn't belong with these songs. It's just. Yeah, I agree. That one was off a little bit, uh, or, or a lot of bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe not style-wise. Like, no, style-wise, uh, production-wise, uh, uh, production for sure. But I think also because of, like the cultural impact of that song, and it would fit more on like a, it would fit more on a mix of like top songs from the two thousands. You know, some like than it would on this mix. Like, it has a lot more pop culture relevance rather than, like, sad man country. Yeah. So I do agree that, like, uh, that one was a little, like, off-putting, but also, like, great to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and RJ, my rating, are you ready for me to rate you? I'm ready rate for you. Rate me, my friend. I don't know if you're ready for me to rate you. 
I mean, do you want me to rate him first? No, I'm giving you, you a four point five out of five. Four point five after. Oh, I did not expect that. I can okay. listen I was to not this ready mix for this over and over again. I enjoy every song. There's not a song Damn. on here that I dislike, even though the baby's like fine, but like I don't dislike the song. Um, and uh, yeah, it would be higher if he had a different song. That's not hurt, you know. <laughs> but it's I do love that song, and I do love him. So, yeah, four point five out of five. I did not see that. Damn. Okay, I shot. Should have gone first. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll give you three point seven out of five. Uh, one and three were the least favorite for me. I mean, one, one was is good. Such a good song. Dude. One's a good song. It's so good, but good you're not. A, you don't. You don't have a gypsy heart, brother. Yeah. You must be a lover, brother. I'm Irish <laughs> as fuck. I am a gypsy through and through. I'm Tyson Puerto Curious. Rican. My We're brother. only gypsies. <laughs> nah, you guys got that island. You can't go anywhere. Surrounded over and We're over, all again. over the UK, scamming motherfuckers. <laughs> you don't know gypsies. <laughs> I'm snatch motherfucker. <laughs> um, yeah, it uh, it was like it was fine to listen to. I I feel like I would have liked a little bit more consistency in the production quality of the songs. Like Tim McGraw threw it off, and Johnny Cash threw it off. Mustache was sick. Mustache can stay, and Tim McGraw could stay. But I would like more country from that era rather than Blake Shelton and Zach Brown. Yeah. Um, if you're going to do a mix, like for me to listen to, I wouldn't mind some older, like Brooks and Dunn stuff or Kenny Chesney, you know, or name a Brooks and Dunn song or Reba McIntyre, uh, Brooks and Dunn, Boot Scootin' Boogie, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what you're putting on this mix. Yeah, it makes me sad as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, is that actually a song by them? Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. That's the only song that I know the title of. It's one of their most popular songs. Yes. But what I'm getting at is not the songs in general, just from that era of country, if you're going to have Don't Take the Girl on there. Um, Or take off Don't Take the Girl and put on another song from, you know, uh, 2010 and beyond or 2005 and beyond uh, to replace that one. But that one threw me off a little bit. Johnny Cash threw me off. Uh, like I do like a lot of the songs in general, but together it was uh, kind of a mishmash of songs. Have you guys listened to me. much Tim McGraw? No. Um, a little no. bit. So I, I was just going through. You no know, barbecue stand on the white T-shirt and killing Tim me in that miniskirt. Tim McGraw actually popped up a couple times, and I listened to like four, five of his songs on like a mix of sad songs. Yeah. Of course, it's a country song, right? Mm-hmm. But he has like one song where he's like, I guess I'm just going to kill myself. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And I was like, I want this song, but I love Don't Take the Girl. Oh. And I was like, and there's so many songs where I'm just like, oh, oh this could fit on here. And it's like tear jerking. Oh, you should have put both of them on there. And and then I kept on going back and forth. And I was just like, well, one, I, I wanted this song by Tim McGraw. I wanted Brad Paisley on there, and then I was just like, the other ones are just kind of fillers. And I went back and forth with a couple different songs, but it was just like I, I had a hard time figuring out what I wanted to put on here. Eventually, I kind of dwindled down to these five, and I was like, they work, and I'm happy. I'm content with it, but 
but I know there's better songs out there. I just didn't have a chance to find them and go because there's a you know you type in sad country songs and you get like you know seventy thousand songs. Um, so my rating, it's like you know I, I wanted I, I enjoy it, but I still don't think because of the quality of just them being all over the place, I'm not too familiar with them. I don't want to give them a solid four, so I'm gonna give myself three point nine. All right, because I was like it's it's there. I think the title also went back to just you know doing something similar to you guys with your titles versus like actually something that was more mike do you know the song something like that by tim mcgraw that sounds familiar okay i'm gonna play it just because i want to hear it right now oh yeah i know your rascal flats era yes <laughs> see more stuff from that era i would have liked i, I would have liked a little bit more from that just because i'm not familiar with it as much but apparently i do know a lot of tim mcgraw's songs that i'm not aware of <laughs> just to see you smile was a good song too all right rj not sad though you ready for this week i think i'm ready so i got a question <laughs> I've been wanting to start smoking cigarettes again. Ooh, some is, cigs. Is this some ciggies? The time that I start again? Is this mix ready for that? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, he's so excited. Yeah. Thank fucking God. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for so long. This is this mix could be called RJ. I'm back, baby. Okay. Oh, I like that name. Right. It could be called that's not. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play you just a little something, RJ, just to set this up for you, because you're gonna be I mean fucked this week. <laughs> You've been teasing this for like three weeks now, of fifty five minutes long. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Oh. You merely adopted the dark. I was oh, born, born in, it. in the dark, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. By then, it was nothing to me but bright. Shadows betray you because they belong to me. This mix is called Hello Darkness, my old friend, RJ. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. Yes. Yeah. It's 55 minutes long, RJ. Oh, yes. That's a long time. Oh, oh. When you think it's over, it's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when you think a song oh. might be over, it's not, brother. It's just, you oh. just sometimes, sometimes, Debbie, you just got to say, fuck, RJ. This is just, I'm, 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 I'm back, RJ. I'm back. I was born in the darkness, <clears throat> RJ. Oh. Molded by it. Oh. oh, yes! Mismore. Mismore. A phone? Yes. You know phone? I don't know phone. I know Sabrosa. Do you know Conan? No, but oh. fucking oh, Conan. sick. <laughs> I don't know any of these. Oh, you don't? I got <laughs> to ask you, 
have you ever heard dragged into sunlight? Brother, yes. I I have not wanted I am back into the music that I love, RJ. I just I for some reason I I just couldn't I, I was just not connecting with a lot of newer or unfamiliar bands that I was. I was unfamiliar with all these five bands um up until the last month or so. Um I found all these five bands I've found I have mixes going for the next like three RJ. This the next mix? You think you're fucked on this mix? Brother, you don't even know. Your face is gonna get so fucked, RJ. You don't no. even know. RJ, I'm a fan. I oh. it I figured this out last year when I was when I was really when I was listening to a lot of crowbar, RJ. Okay. I am a I'm a big fan of specifically sludge and doom metal. Okay. Now I put some variety on this mix for you, RJ. (laughs) (laughs) Some variety is on this mix for you. Uh, Because I had a different one. I had I had an over an hour one that was just pure sludge. Just it had an amazing title. It's just pure sludge, RJ. I've got Man, you don't even know the mixes that I have lined up for you. Because I'm back, RJ, and I don't give a fuck about what you say. This is so exciting. I'm back, For me. I'm back. Not for RJ. Thank God. This isn't on this mix, RJ, and I'm not going to... Well, I'll tell you what their name is, but I just just want you to know that this is what... some 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 of what you have, like, coming for you, you know? It's sludgy. just gonna be this for minutes rj for 55 of them (laughs) it's just this over and over again rj just it just keeps going this song oh sorry this song's eight minutes and 45 seconds That's short. It's too (laughs) short. Have you ever heard of Lord Mantis, RJ? (laughs) This is Lord Mantis, RJ. (sighs) Do you just you just want to sit in the darkness, RJ? This, oh, this is just so many cigarettes this week. This is just the entire week for you, RJ. Is this? Oh, you're gonna come out this a different man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. This is just it, RJ. Just over and over again. Just over and over. Some might say I'm going insane, RJ. Mm. Some might say you found your sanity. I would agree. Mm. Yes. Over and uh, over, RJ. Just over yes. and over. 
just keep going. Let's just keep it going, RJ, for minutes. Minutes. And you think it's going to be over. It's not. You hear the chanting, RJ, of Lord Mantis in the background? <laughs> the Lord himself? <laughs> oh. You ever heard a sound like this, RJ? <laughs> What tuning is that, RJ? That's drop Z. <laughs> <laughs> it's drop 666, RJ. Oh, and Thou have an album together that came out in 2022. Oh, fucking Thou is so sick. I'm back, Devin. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, you know my back. emo shit that I've been doing? I'm off of that. <laughs> We're on this now. I got ideas. Ooh. I can't tell you all the things I've been listening to, Devin. Oh. I got to Just... ask, have you gotten into the Norwegian black metal folklore? Like, oh, like wolves in the throne room? Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. And We're floor? there. Okay. Just, just all of this, RJ, just slow and fast, up your ass and in your mouth. It's coming for you. Hold up the slippery slope. <laughs> These are all songs that aren't even on this mix. <laughs> like Indian? Have you heard of Indian, RJ? Oh, oh. Just been listening to a lot of Indian oh, and Conan. Corn? Conan. Oh. Conan. Okay. <laughs> Got excited when you said corn. And Burning Witch and Nuth and Cough and Black Cobra. Oh, oh. And Ufumot. Don't even know how to say <laughs> that right. I think it's Uf Ufumot. Ufumumuts. Yes. Oh, yes. RJ, you gotta smoke weed to this. <laughs> oh, that's the next mix, brother. Oh. <laughs> It'll be Is it all stoner metal? Man, I'm just back. I'm so happy to be back, Devin. Cool. All I've right. been listening to a lot of all things. Right. I've been like listening to like I got into the band Latitudes. Like I wouldn't I don't know if you know if you've heard that band, but like Man, there's just so, there's so much stuff that I'm listening to now that I'm just like I I don't know what I was doing with my life fucking just but <laughs> I'm just I'm back I'm back in the darkness, RJ. Oh, yes. I was just I was just made for the darkness. I'm playing guitar again because I'm listening to this stuff. It's just oh. got me all fired up, RJ. Oh, you getting a baritone Ibanez now? Oh, I hope so. Oh, yeah, I've got the oh, hair yeah. for it. Yes. Sinking into the darkness, RJ. Oh. Sink with us. Stop wearing deodorant. Just play an Ibanez baritone <laughs> and make it so your hair goes in front of your face. I'm excited for you to hear the next one because the next one is ooh, ooh, so good. Yes. Yeah, this, 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 this is going to be a challenge for you, RJ. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I got one question. Have you gotten into Ghost yet? Yeah, brother. Oh. I'm just there. It started with the oh, band. Uh, yes. Are you familiar with Old Man Gloom? Yes. I, I, the I, creepiest looking guitarist 
I have ever seen in my I life. I creeped into Old Man Gloom, and I was like, oh, you got to converge, guy? Okay, okay, let me listen. And Old Man Gloom sent me down this. Yeah, Ben Kohler's in that, isn't he? This naughty rabbit hole, RJ. I'm just in a <laughs> naughty, <laughs> dirty <laughs> rabbit hole now, RJ. Come into the darkness with us, RJ. <laughs> It's spooky season, RJ. It is spooky season. <laughs> We're going to watch The Witch all this week. And listen to this instead of listening to the movie. We don't need to hear bullshit New England shit they're talking about. We're just going to listen to black metal and watch The Witch. I, he may like Sub Rosa, but we'll see. <laughs> Maybe not the song I chose, but... You, mm. He may like. I mean, is the Sub Rosa song like fifteen minutes? Yeah, it is. It sounds <laughs> it sounds like it's more of my alley. Yeah. You thought <sighs> the uh, the ambient Celtic music was bad, RJ. This is this is that's more palatable. This one goes than this for you, I think, because you are just gonna be lost, brother. <sighs> Imagine just doing the same chord progression for like. Four minutes, RJ. It's beautiful. I love it so much. That's all I want to do. Have you have you gotten the Sun O? Yeah, that's on that's on yeah, I have that on the playlist. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> I'm so excited. No, I'm not gonna put that because I I've I've got plans. I've got I've got okay. plans. I don't know if RJ can do Sun O. <laughs> <laughs> There's a line. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to be gentlemen about this, and I don't think that's appropriate. Uh, I'm going to cross that line in the next mix. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that will be the line. Yes. Oh. We'll get to... God, yes. Don't worry, RJ. We'll get to Goblin Smoker eventually. You'll get to Goblin oh, Smoker. Oh, Goblin Smoker? I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting for this one. It'd be funny if he like, takes off his shirt and has a Goblin Smoker shirt underneath it. <laughs> No, just tatted. <laughs> yeah. This is just this is just the beginning, RJ, of where you're gonna just come into Michael's domain now. You think that you're the dark knight, RJ? You think you're the dark knight, RJ? <laughs> I was born in the darkness. <laughs> you're just gonna wake up to Devin whispering that yes. to you. <laughs> Just with an N95 COVID mask on. Oh, <laughs> think you know the darkness? Or just gonna wake up to this mix playing in his room and <laughs> Devin just scurrying around in there. <laughs> Backwards like the girl in the lignant. Yeah. <laughs> just crab walking. Uh, I'm, so, I'm, just, I'm back, Devin. I'm listening to a ton of this yes. stuff. Yes. I'm excited. All right. Well, you can find this podcast wherever you get the podcast. If you want to listen to RJ's sweet country mix, just type in five song mixtape, all mm. one word on Spotify, and you can listen to it there. And yeah, I'm excited for RJ. I'm excited to, to see what kind of a man you come out on the other end of this this week, RJ. Mm-hmm. This is not just a single car trip to work mix for you. No, <laughs> we need to go on a journey with this one. <laughs> You plan on driving to Roseville soon. So. Ooh, okay. Yeah, there's a photo shoot out there, and that's like the farthest I've driven in a long time. You drive real slow, this will be that mix for you. 
Man, or to this... try to find how to get there without my phone. True. RJ, this is the music <laughs> yeah. that if I, because a lot of these bands came out post, like after we stopped playing music. If these bands were playing music, we were playing music, god damn it, I would still be playing music, RJ. I, I wish. Still... Like, this is acceptable. This is a thing, and this is awesome. This was all I wanted to do ever. Well, this, this is, is stuff just... that we would, like, jam, but, like, I don't think we, like, yeah. knew that we could, like, make a band and do it, you know? No, this is Jesse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is just us doing Jesse. Yeah. But Jesse was a little bit faster. A little bit. This is all I wanted to do, though. Stoner jams. Oh, yeah. We'll get to more stoner jams. I'm on mushrooms, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. This is this is what microdosing mushrooms have done to my brain. It's unlocking it's everything. Yes. <laughs> I'm reverting Find back. Those. Yes. <laughs> to the primordial <laughs> ooze. That is the 